Welcome to the most listened to golf in the world, the Fairways of Life show, on air, online, and around the world. With the most candid interviews, unforgettable stories, taking you beyond the ropes. Here's your host, New York Times best-selling author and Golf Channel's Matt Adams. And it is a pleasure to welcome you live from the Travelers Championship. We're up above the practice grounds right now, sitting alongside of the Arnold Palmer Award recipient as the 1992 PGA Tour Rookie of the Year, Mark Carnival. Carney, it's good to see you. Who you work for this week? I'll be with uh, PGA Tour Radio this week. Uh, we do live at uh, 12 p.m., 12 to 6. On the weekend, we're 1 to 6. But uh, looking forward to always great to be back here at the Players' Championship. But this Travelers Championship is so special for so many different reasons. Who are you with today? Who are you signed to? Uh, this afternoon, I'll be out with Scotty Scheffler, John Rahm, and Tony Finau. How about that group to be going out with? Uh, so noontime, uh, PGA Tour Radio, which you guys know, you can hear PGA Tour Radio uh, on the PGA Tour app. You can get it at PGA Tour dot com or if you subscribe to the national satellite service sirius xm and, and we have all kinds of different screens in front of us here bringing us information uh but carney i'm gonna i'm gonna give this one back to you this is his phone where he's pulled up the current leaderboard we have it on another screen over here but how about you update the world on how the scoring's going so far well keegan bradley six hundred through nine holes he started on the back nine that is he is on a flyer of course a lot of connection with keegan bradley up in this area uh so good to see keegan do that uh kevin streelman former winner here uh, he's four under through 12 holes. Uh, Minwoo Lee is uh, four under as well. And then you've got S.H. Uh, Kim, David Lipsky, uh, Kelly Kraft, uh, Bo Hostler, and Sepp Straka, along with Patrick Cantlay at three under par uh, early in the rounds, as is Shane Lowry as well through seven. How, how deep is Cantlay? Cantlay is three under through 10. Three under through 10 so far. So you can see scoring is very good here at TPC River Highlands this morning. It's cooler. Today was supposed to be warm. They were talking about temperatures well into the 80s, but a front has come through. You probably can tell it's kind of gray. There, there's threatening rain right around the time you're going on the air, around noontime is when the rain is supposed to arrive. But I can tell you, Karn, I'm sure you can feel it too. I haven't felt a buzz to this degree at this tournament in many, many years. It's been great. Obviously, Traveler stepped up as a, a designated event now on the PJ Tour. Uh, I think it's nine of the top ten uh, in FedEx Cup uh, points are here. I want to say it's, uh, I know, five of the top five in the world rankings here. I mean, it's, it's numbers are deeper than that, uh, but just off the top of your head, what a great field. And as I said, Traveler's has done just a great job uh, over the years and has stepped up to the plate again and uh, it's going to be a great week. In weeks that after you played in a major championship, how exhausting was it to be able to come back and play? Uh, it was tough. Uh, it really was. Uh, but as we wind down, we were three quarters of the way to, through the season, which seems impossible. Uh, we're winding it down, and we're going to have the playoffs come you know, early August. Uh, it, it, is, it is tough because it's such a mental grind at the major championships. And people talk about and players talk about they're sort of measured by major championship wins and uh, they put a lot of effort into it, and uh, I know personally, uh, it, it just definitely it wears you out. It's hard to play sometimes. That's that's very understandable as well. Uh, in, I know you haven't been here very long because Carney came in uh, yesterday. Heard any scuttlebutt yet? Any buzz in the players' meeting? I have not. Um, it's I, I'm sure stuff will uh, come to fruition pretty soon. But uh, I know a number of players asked me, other people, Brad Faxon asked me, "Hey, did you hear anything?" I haven't, um, and it's going to be interesting to see what does come out of that. Uh, obviously, we're a few weeks re removed from the announcement, but uh, still a lot of unknowns, uh, so to speak. No, no doubt about that. Uh, Dom, I'm going to bring you in for a second because I, I could hear you talk to me in my headset. Did you say you have something from Adam Scott coming in? Uh, yes, we do. Uh, Adam Scott spoke to the media yesterday. I was just letting you know we've got a lot coming up today, folks. But uh, we do have sound from uh, Adam Scott, Xander Shoffley. Both spoke about the meeting and what took place at the meeting. But I can tell both of you guys that in general, really, there's no major new news. They couldn't really release any details about this new deal to the players because, honestly, it sounds like it's still not worked out, guys. They're still working on everything. Okay, that's fair enough. Yeah, Don was just saying that uh, what, what he's hearing, because we have sound coming up from Adam Scott. We've got Xander Shoffley. We have sound coming in from Baltusrol at the KPMG Women's PGA Championship all ahead in today's show. But pretty much the word so far has been that there's no new 
news being released because they don't have any new news uh, as yet. We're still hoping and waiting for more information on uh, the the status of Jay Monahan too, with whatever his, as they called it, health situation is at this point. Now, the last time Carney and I were together, the last time we, it's kind of cool to say this. I hadn't thought about it, but the last time you and I played golf together was what, a week and a half ago, whatever it was, two weeks ago. On the old course at St. Andrews. What a day. Yeah, it was. And uh, obviously the weather was a little nicer than this. I mean, it's <laughs> hard to imagine. Uh, but, yes, that's uh, what great memories uh, we had. It seems like it was just yesterday, quite frankly. I mean, what a trip uh, you put together this year. And it was a lot of fun. I will say, eight days of golf was a lot of golf. That's true. That's true. If we had to do over again, we'd, we'd break it up a little bit. But it was it was great. And that day, we can proudly say, we we lost by one bloody stroke but it was a great day of golf nonetheless it was my fault no doubt how was it your fault as you know i, I should play better what did you do with the, the closing stretch what'd you what'd you uh, do in 16 17 18 you remember six it was 16 and i i let you it part go. 16 though yeah I, I got up and down from from oh, the yeah, left yeah, rough yeah, I, I made like six there 17 did you bogey 17 the road hole oh i missed that putt because i hit it hit a terrible second shot and i hit it in that bunker and i hit about a 75 yard Bunker shot up to that whole location close to the really good shot from whatever it was. And I missed it from 10 feet. So, and then what happened in 18? Uh, we parred. Yeah. You know, we both actually almost made birdie there. We both hit really good putts, uh, but it was in, it was playing into the wind. That was as long as I've ever played the 18th. I can tell you that. It's funny when you're in a competition like we were in and you get a sense, just like you guys do in the tour, you got a sense of where you need to be. And we knew we needed one more stroke, but we just couldn't, we couldn't pull it off. That was, that's how it ended up. But it was great fun. It is so much fun. It's always great to see you. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're working this week and we'll get a chance to listen to your fine work. Thank you too for the time and coming over to see us. All right, Dom, I'm going to take us to break. And when we come back, uh, we're going to touch base and find out what sound you guys want to hear in what order. I suspect it's going to be Xander Shoffley and Adam Scott to lead off as we are broadcasting live from this Travelers Championship. The Fairways of Life show is presented by the PGA Tour Superstore. They are the number one golf retailer in America. 60 stores spread out from coast to coast, and they're big and beautiful, and within them, your game could possibly need, whether you swing it, wear it, or learn from it. And they're staffed by pros. Find your happy place and shop with the pros at the PGA Tour Superstore. Easy now. Find your happy place. The PGA Tour Superstore. It's all in the hips. Where every swing is possible. Just tap it in. Yes! <laughs> Find all the latest gear, apparel, and personalized club fittings. Is this goodbye? We've only just begun. Shop with the pros at Golf's Happy Place, the PGA Tour Superstore. In Ireland, golf is more than just a game. Come and experience our world-famous Lynx courses and our world-famous Parkland courses, all set alongside world-famous scenery. And visit our world-famous historic sites. And while you're here, enjoy our world-famous hospitality. Fill your heart with Ireland at ireland.com forward slash golf. It screams. It tracks. It's soft. It reacts. It is the Bridgestone Tour B with a game-changing reactive cover designed to spring faster off your driver and stick longer to your wedges. Try Bridgestone's Tour Bs. The Tour Ball reinvented. The Gen 6 Iron is a culmination of everything that we have learned as a team. The absolute best golf club I've ever hit. It's something special. Say hello to the new PXG Gen 6 Iron. The longest, most accurate irons we've ever made. They go higher and farther than any iron that I have hit to date. And they're so easy to hit. Super excited for the consumer to try this. They're going to love them. PXG, nobody makes golf clubs the way we do, period. Baseball? Nah. Football? Done it. I think I'm going to go after the PGA Tour. Bo, you're going to need the right equipment company. I think I got that. You know Tour Edge backs all their clubs with a lifetime warranty. I know. They ship all their premium custom clubs in 48 hours. I know. All their premium clubs are hand-built in the USA. I know. You know Tour Edge has won 35 times out here. Guys, I know. 
Pound for pound, nothing comes close. This is the Wiz. It tracks your swing in real time. Got it. One, zero, one. Gives you feedback in real time. Instead of guessing, I get the direct feedback. The Wiz have really helped me to keep that consistent swing. You can go out there on your own and just hit balls and it'll fix your golf game. Transition on plane. DeWiz, sold exclusively at DeWizGolf.com. Live from TPC River Highlands uh, here for the Travelers Championship, which is underway. Hey, Don, could you give us an update on what's going on here at the Travelers in the scoring as well as the KPMG Women's PGA Championship as it is once again a major championship week? Yeah, absolutely, Matt. As you can see uh, right there on the screen, if you're watching us on YouTube uh, live, Keegan Bradley is still your leader at 600 pars from really good low scoring this morning. He's only through 10 holes. Kevin Streelman, Patrick Cantlay, Shane Lowry all tied at four under par. Uh, the women, as mentioned, are at Baltus Roll, where the scoring is not super low, unsurprisingly, Matt. Uh, there's a, a, a big pile of women tied at one under par. In that is Danielle Kang, Lucy, Lucy Lee, Lauren Coughlin. The leader right now, Marissa Steen, is two under through ten. And there's only right now, Matt, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven players under par. Everybody else is even or over par. And there's a number of players that are five over through four, six over through six. It, so the scoring is much more difficult out at Baltus Roll at the, at the Women's Major Championship this week. Uh, Dom, uh, could you go through some on the PGA Tour here with, with scores that are on the golf course? Could you give me some notables? I'm, I'm particularly interested in uh, where's Patrick Cantlay on the golf course right now. I think he was one of those tied for second, if I remember correctly. Um, where is Sahith Nagala? And then, then we're going we're gonna to speak with, uh, hear from Adam Scott and Xander Shoffley coming up. Sure, you've got Patrick Cantlay is four under, as mentioned. He is through 11 holes right now, but he started on that back nine. Uh, Shane Lowry is through eight. Minwoo Lee coming off a really nice stretch of golf at the U.S. Open and just prior to the U.S. Open. He is three under through 13. As far as notables, Matt, I mean, there's a lot of notables, right? This is an elevated event. There's some huge names uh, in the field. Sahith Thagala is three under through 11. Xander Shoffley is two under through 10. Scrolling down here just to give folks uh, some more names. Justin Suh is one under through 13. And we are just getting underway this morning, so there's a lot of players who have yet to tee off. Gary Woodland, one under through 10. Harris English, one under through 11. Uh, let's see here. Cam, uh, Jimmy Walker is even through 12. Wyndham Clark, your U.S. Open champion, even through nine holes right now. Joel Damon also even through nine. Uh, ben Griffin, who's been playing well in the last six months, is even through six. Uh, the amateur Michael Thorbjornsson is even through five. Justin Thomas is one over through nine right now. He is still struggling, it seems like. There was a lot of social media buzz around him in the last 48 hours. He had his whole team around him sort of trying to assess his swing, Jordan Spieth style. They're trying to figure out what's going on with, uh, with Justin Thomas right now. Max Homa also over par, two over through nine. Billy Horschel, two over through 11. And then there's just a huge, uh, huge pile of guys who are going to be teeing off in about an hour from now is when that second group of folks will start to go out. You have then, to you know, wonder well, if I'm it's doing... a... I was just saying, Dom, you have to wonder if it's a matter of fatigue for so many of these uh, players. As Carney was talking, it was about the week after a major championship. Players are just exhausted because with it being damp, here at TPC River Highlands right now, and the wind is down, this is made for scoring conditions. This is made for going low. If a player is over par at this point here at TPC River Highlands, there's definitely something off with what's happening with their game. Matt, your audio dropped there. If you can hear me, your audio dropped there. Um, I'm just going to, well, I'm going to have Matt reconnect there. But what I want to do, one of the things I want to do is go through, I mentioned the scoring being kind of rough out the KPMG Women's PGA Championship. Um, it is rough. And we're going to hear from a lot of the ladies later on in the program. Uh, Lydia Ko spoke. Brooke Henderson spoke. Rose Zhang spoke. Stacey Lewis spoke. We're going to hear from all of them. They talked about the golf course and the conditions, which are immaculate. But sure. obviously scoring is tough out there. You've got, let's see, we've got uh, Gabby Lopez is three over through eight. Megan Kang, four over through eight. Brittany Lincecum, four over through four. Uh, Brittany Altamari, six over through ten. 
Uh, Lexi Thompson is over par. Rose Zhang is over par. Ali Ewing What's the is lead over at par. right now, Dom? So the lead right now is still two under. Marissa Steen is through 10 holes. Uh, and Daniel okay. Kang is also up there, one under through six. So there's a lot of I, – I, obviously, we can hear that Matt is back now. But I was just telling the folks, Matt, the scoring – is a lot more difficult out at Baltusrol than it is at TPC River Highlands this No morning. doubt about that. I mean, it's a major championship. What I was saying, as Dom said, the, the, the sound went down. Um, Adam Scott and Xander Shoffley both addressed the media. Adam Scott was in the players' meeting on Tuesday, so not only did he talk about what it's like to be back here at the Travelers' Championship, what it's like for this event to be a designated event, and let me tell you, you can feel the buzz all around us because of the field that is so stout, but also shared – what he knows of what is happening with these, this idea of the merger between the PGA Tour, Saudi Arabia's uh, sovereign public investment fund, uh, the DP World Tour, et cetera, and whether there was any new light shed on all of that at that players' meeting. Yeah, I've, uh, I haven't played here much over my career, um, but really enjoyed last year and uh, happy to be back. Obviously, an important event being designated this year. And... Um, we're at a pretty critical time in the season. Uh, I'm on the outside looking into the playoffs at the moment, so really want to take advantage of every start I have and, and certainly uh, this week with a, with a strong field moving into kind of the summer of golf which finishes our season. Well, yeah, kind of brushing off last week, I, I just didn't play well, but, I, but I've been playing well um, certainly the last couple months since the Masters, and that's where my top tens came recently. And um, last week was a little bit of a surprise. But, uh, you know, it can happen at a major and certainly a US Open. Um, but I have to brush that off and come in here. I'm, I feel like I'm swinging the club well. All, all parts of my game feel like it's good enough to contend, and I, I've seen that from the results, like the last four or five events. I think I think the player meeting went well last night from from where the player meeting was two weeks ago. I think some of the emotions have cooled. There are still lots of questions to be answered because we really only have this framework that was announced. So uh, although that seems fairly simple, I think the, the deal sounds quite complex and this could take a long time. So I think... Uh, Hopefully everyone is cooling down and as things go along, there is transparency to, to the players and, and those questions get answered. And then, you know, I think it will be evaluated whether it's a good deal for the PGA Tour and its players and the game of golf moving forward. Uh, I really think it's just uh, the, maybe the same as everybody in the golf world, just the uh, surprise that out of the blue this, this happened. I think some people may have thought it would happen in the future to kind of stabilise things so there wasn't a constant fight in the game, but maybe it happened sooner than we thought. I think, I think that everyone is still working to get over the surprise and the fact that there was no indication that this was even close to happening. I think as far as the deal goes, I'm, I'm uh, happy to wait and see how kind of the points... The, the deal points are worked out and see whether that really suits us as a whole. I mean, of course, I have some emotional... I'm caught up emotionally because I s stayed on the PGA Tour and, and this looks... And it was put to us that if we left, we were never coming back and it seems there's going to be pathways back and, um, you know, eventually we'll find out if that's the best for the game and how we feel. So, you know, I have some emotions about that, but kind of time often plays a big part in these things, so we'll see how it advances. I'm, I'm not sure that I ever felt angry about it. Um, I think it's, it's obviously easier. I mean, last week felt like a break from it. Um, even though we were, we're all there and the same players are there, it wasn't a PGA Tour event. It was run by the USGA and it felt like a break, but we're straight back into it with player meetings here this week. Um, I, th I think it's like what I said before, just when, when you're very surprised, you know, some emotions are stirred up and, and um, I think you can't help but feel... Um, 
you can't help but feel left in the dark, even though I don't expect to run the PGA Tour and them to run everything by me. It was, it was just uh, sooner than maybe anyone thought, that's all. So I think, yeah, things have calmed down and I think things were more calm in the meeting yesterday. Guys still have tons of questions. Hopefully they're answered in time. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, whoa, it's a little loud. Uh, just getting some sub- local support, uh, eating some good pizza, and um, like you said, coming back to a place where we played, where I played really well, and we had some success. So it's always nice to be back. Uh, yeah, it's uh, been pretty steady. Um, I, I wouldn't say it's been spectacular, but um, kind of failed to put myself into any sort of, I guess, really exciting positions on Sunday, which is sort of what we thrive for. So. Just looking to get back in the, that winner's circle and, and give myself a chance uh, coming down the last stretch there of nine holes. That might even be harder, to be honest. I mean, knowing that there are a lot of birdies, you know, you have a lot of high expectations usually when you come to a place. And, you know, when you, you look up at the board and you're expecting like a 60 or 63 to show up, um, a lot of good things need to happen for that to, to go your way. So you need to be sharp. You need to be making putts. You need to be reading putts correctly, making the right decisions, you know, reading the wind correctly, all, all kinds of stuff. So... Um, you can't just sort of walk your way, or for myself at least, I can't just walk my way into 10 birdies in a round. I'm trying pretty hard when that happens. Yeah, Xander, are you one of the golfers that was contacted by the Senate committee that's investigating the live merger? Are you one of those who... Fortunately not. No? Okay. No. Do, do you know a lot of them here, golfers here who have been... Con- has that been a talk at all? Or? Um. Not really, to be honest. You know, I think the ones that were, uh, you know, their phones were taken or contacted by the Senate, I'd, I'd say they probably don't want that to be known. Gotcha. Uh, for Is there anything that you can share in terms of the tone or content of the meeting last night and how it went? I actually had a little uh, obligation with travelers, so it was quite the bummer that I wasn't able to attend the meeting. The sad part is I probably don't even have a question they can answer. Um, there just isn't uh, a whole lot of information out just yet. I'd say some sort of agreement still needs to be, you know, uh, you know, written up or, or you know, agreed on. I should say so. Uh, you know, everyone wants transparency, and uh, you know, I'm sure in their eyes they're being as transparent as they possibly can be. And you know, all of us players would like to think that they're trying to take care of us, but you know, if they're not able to give us any answers, that means there aren't any. How yeah, I mean, been? I wouldn't say it, it probably wouldn't be too hard to reheat the soup, um, but. Yeah, guys, guys, um, tour pros uh, typically are pretty good at compartmentalizing and, and blocking out stuff and, and getting ready for game day. So, uh, you know, I'm not sure what the temperature of the room is, to be completely honest, but I'd say guys are just really trying to focus on playing well and, and, and moving up that FedEx Cup list. Interesting comments both from Adam Scott and from Xander Shoffley. Dom, I'm sure you've got a ton of stuff coming in from the fans today as well. And by the way, what was the question of the day? The question of the day uh, relates to all of this, which is if you were a player, would you have gone to the meeting? And it's 52-48 right now. Yes, but basically neck and neck. So you got a lot of, and I feel like the players that we've talked to, we've had some people on the show it feels very much like the players were kind of split in the same manner, 50-50, where they're thinking, yeah. Lanto Griffin came on with us, and he was like, what, what is the point of, of me going to this? I'm not going. Um, and, you know, Xander had an, a, an obligation, and, you know, I had another player tell me that uh, they're just not going to go at all. It's just not a text message. So, you know, I, I, I can understand why they – because there's really – I mean, as Adam said in, the, in that sound when he spoke to the media, there's really – in quotes but there's really nothing to report there's nothing new going on here and a lot of the questions that they have for the tour the tour doesn't have answers it's not that they're keeping answers from them they just don't have answers which is a frustrating time for everybody and a lot of the stuff and a lot of the folks you watching right now similar frustration i'm just going to read some of the stuff coming down here Uh, until each asset has a proper valuation to make up new equity in the new co then you're just going to hear nothing uh, the PGA Tour has zero info about uh, this agreement. This is a little disturbing. Zero transparency. Uh, Derek says, good afternoon from Morocco. It's 104 degrees right now. <laughs> wow, wow, that's hot. Okay. Uh, it's radio silence, Kevin says, until the valuations are complete. Um, Paul says, why is Jay's letter to Congress saying that PIF will be a minority shareholder? That's totally different to what was announced a few weeks ago. Who is lying? 
Piff should not trust the PGA Tour board in any way. I think the fine details of what is to be announced is still sort of yet to be determined, Matt, in specific response to Paul's comment there. Uh, Our understanding, correct me if I'm wrong, Matt, but our understanding is that you have Piff, right, the entity, and they're going to create the new company. And that new company will be the umbrella under which live the DP World Tour and subsidiary tours and the PGA Tour and subsidiary tours will sort of operate independently underneath that giant umbrella corporation. Is that correct? Well, we, it's, it's not underneath. It's over. It's, it's an umbrella that's going to arch over the, the various tours. And how much those tours are going to operate independently, is, as you uh, noted, is still subject to be seen. I'm, I'm forced to wonder, is, is, has this process stalled at all? because of the health status of Jay Monahan, that is another area that we don't have any information on, and it doesn't appear as though there was anything more forthcoming in that players' meeting uh, regarding that, which, which kind of surprises me that there hasn't been more information uh, in that regard. But I do want to give you an update atop this leaderboard. Keegan Bradley has made yet another birdie. He's now seven under par, 11 holes into the Travelers Championship. And this, uh, as as Mark Carnevale noted when we came on the air this morning, this event does mean a great deal to Keegan Bradley. At the Masters this year, I bumped into him and had a chance to talk to Keegan a little bit, uh, ironically, about the Travelers, because I was asking him, hey, are you coming back up to New England, coming home, and how excited are you about the Travelers? And he told me it's one of his favorite events of the year, which is a theme that we continue to hear. Uh, this place is absolutely packed. I know if you go on to travelerschampionship.com, you can check it out for yourself. And I know many of the different ticket levels are already sold out here at TPC River Highlands. Uh, there are some tickets available, though. Just do your searching on the website and find some that work for you if you want to be a part of this event because it is so special, particularly this year. The prospect is, though, that the weather may not be completely cooperative in the coming days uh, with a chance of some showers coming through. It's cool here right now. It's still in the, the uh, I think, the 50s at this point. I'm not even sure if it's crested into the 60s as yet, and they're expecting it to stay cool throughout the course of the day, but it's hot out on the golf course because it is soft and the scoring conditions, which are always good, are excellent today. So it should be exciting to see what the best in the world do here at this elevated event on the PGA Tour. When we come back, we're going to dive into something Uh, that some of you probably enjoy diving into. We're talking about one of the sponsors of the Travelers Championship, a company that has an eye towards philanthropy constantly, uh, but they produce something that you consume, and it is something that you probably consume with friends or when you're out to dinner. uh, You probably know the direction that I'm going, and we'll introduce you to it when we come back and talk to them about how and why they are associated with the PGA Tour and specifically here at the Travelers Championship as we continue to broadcast to you live from the 2023 Travelers. Stay with us. Log on to DeWizGolf.com when you get an opportunity. Check out the incredible wearable device that will measure your golf swing in ways that it's never been measured before. You know, you hear it all the time that feel isn't real. It is real when you're wearing a DeWiz device because it is a swing monitor. And that swing monitor will give you absolutely a myriad of information back on your golf swing so that you can know your golf swing in a way you've never known it before so that you can be a better player than you've ever been before. And once you get all this data, it is a swing modifier. Change your swing for the better because you've never had this type of information and feedback before. DeWizGolf.com is where you can get started. We'll be back with more after this. Yes, hello world, huh? <laughs> and with one subtle hello, Tiger began an amazing and unthinkable career. I've done it for 20 years now with, with Bridgestone. It allows me to play an aggressive style around the greens, and it's allowed me to win a lot of tournaments. Bridgestone Golf, proud to be part of your journey. Boeing Golf provides the ultimate world-class golf destination with 10 championship-caliber courses spanning three resorts. Centered in Michigan's northern Lower Peninsula, the courses are the products of some of the game's masters, including Robert Trent Jones Sr., Arthur Hills, and Donald Ross. From the all-inclusive vacation packages, elite instruction with the Boeing Golf Academy, tournaments, and so much more, Boeing Golf 
truly offers an unrivaled Michigan golf vacation experience. Just log on to boingolf.com. This is the Wiz. It tracks your swing in real time. Got it. One zero one gives you feedback in real time. Instead of guessing, I get the direct feedback. The Wiz have really helped me to keep that consistent swing. You can go out there on your own and just hit balls, and it'll fix your golf game. Transition on plane. The Wiz sold exclusively at thewizgolf.com. Easy now. Find your happy place. The PGA Tour Superstore. It's all in the hips. Where every swing is possible. Just tap it in. Yes! <laughs> Find all the latest gear, apparel, and personalized club fittings. Is this goodbye? We've only just begun. Shop with the pros at Golf's Happy Place, the PGA Tour Superstore. Say hello to the new PXG Gen 6 driver. This is the driver. It is absolutely fantastic on performance, distance, on looks, on feel and sound. Beyond forgiving. I am supremely confident that when a golfer hits our Gen 6 drivers, they are going to have some of the best golfing days they've ever had. PXG, nobody makes golf clubs the way we do, period. Zero Friction introduces the Wheel Pro Push Cart Golf Bag with its revolutionary three-in-one design, supportive legs that spring into action, a comfort grip handle with three locking positions, accessories for the modern golfer enhanced by seven pockets for more storage, and removable all-terrain wheels which slide right into place. The new Zero Friction Wheel Pro Golf Bag checks every box for every golfer. Push, carry, or cart, the decision is yours thanks to Zero Friction. Head to ZeroFriction.com today. As we welcome you back to the Travelers Championship, where we're broadcasting live from above the practice grounds, the driving range. It's fairly quiet uh, from that perspective right now, but it is not quiet here at the Travelers Championship. It is absolutely packed with people. The video you're looking at right now is obviously shot before the tournament to show you the the bulge and roll of this golf course and, and how it lays out. But right now it is absolutely lined in every hole with a gallery that wants to see the very best players in the world. Uh, topping that leaderboard right now is Keegan Bradley. Uh, he is 700 through 11 holes. Kevin Streelman and Shane Lowry are tied for second place. Both are five under Streelman through 13. Shane Lowry is five under through nine. So he has a torrid pace going as well. So you heard me teasing before we went to the break about what we would be talking about coming up next, and it is this. This is Tito's Vodka, uh, and this is what, – what do you call this thing, Frank? This, that's, this, a, that's a rail mat. That's a rail mat. So that's what you'd have, like, in the bar. Put your cocktail right on it when they're serving it to you. So, you know, it's just part of some of the POS we put out. Frank Latour is, is a division uh, manager for Tito's Vodka. He covers the state of Connecticut and the state of Rhode Island. Okay, let me start base because I'm a, I'm a whiskey and beer guy, so – you got to educate me in this. First of all, what is vodka? Well, vodka is a distilled spirit. Um, our Tito's handmade vodka is made from corn. Most vodkas are made from wheat or potatoes. So Tito, when he started out, he was trying all different kinds of combinations. And when he landed on corn, he felt that it gave a little bit of sweetness to the vodka. And that's really what separates us from the pack. So six times or so distilled copper pots, distillation, uh, you know, and Tito's a real dude. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Tito Beverage. His last name is Beverage. So, His last name is Beverage. Yeah, Come yeah, on, great guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a what a guy to frivolously found himself. That'd be like me being Matt Golf Broadcaster. Tito Beverage. Well, it's really, they call him Tito. Um, his uh, when he was growing up. Uh, they little his grandfather's name was Bert also, so they used to call him Bert Tito. So it was Little Bert. Very nice. So that's where the uh, the nickname Tito came from. And you talked about this being made in the copper pots. Is, is this all made in the USA? Yeah, Austin, Texas. First uh, distillery in Texas was uh, Tito's Handmade Vodka. And how did you get hooked up with this company? Oh, well, I was the distributor for many years, and we were one of, I think we were one of six or eight that signed Tito up for distribution. So Connecticut was one of the first to start with the brand. So I've known Tito Probably about 18 years or 20 years now. 
again, forgive me because of my ignorance here, but when you go in and you order a martini or any drinks that, that use vodka, a lot of times in, in the bars will ask you, what do you want? Why should somebody pick Tito's? Well, I mean, it's probably the cleanest, best tasting vodka on the planet right now. I mean, it's it's just, again, it made from corn, so it, may, it there's a difference in separation. If I did a taste test with you blind, I'd be curious to see which one you pick. Most people pick Tito's because, again, it's very clean. There's not a lot of burn. Um, when you're sipping vodka, so similarly, you're a whiskey guy. You know, you're looking for the for the flavor profile, uh, not a lot of burn, and uh, that's what you'll get with Tito's. And again, made from corn, a little bit of sweetness. The difference, though, is that with whiskey, I want it dirty. I want to taste the whiskey. With vodka, are there people that drink it straight up, or is it something that's always mixed? No, 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 straight up martini. Sure, there's flavor in, in vodka. Okay. Not as much as you're going to find in a, you know, a whiskey that's been aging for, you know, years and years, you know. So, but yeah, we've, uh, we're very proud of what we have in the bottle. Very cool. Now, we're here at the Travelers Championship, and I know that Tito's is very involved, and, and I, want to, I want you to talk about what's happened on 17 because the public is invited to that. But we thought it was a cool opportunity to talk with someone that's it's a part of this tournament. This tournament gives millions of dollars away to charity and to see how and where kind of like minds uh, found a common road here. Well, I mean, we are a huge philanthropic company now. Tito is all about philanthropy and what he does is we have our our uh, our love Tito's, which is our philanthropic arm of our company. We are able to give to really as many charities as we feel makes a difference in our community. So here in Connecticut, we'll give to over 300 charities. Really? Oh yeah. So when travelers came on, we just the DNA of who we are and what Travelers does is just a perfect marriage to say. So we're very proud to be here and be part of the Travelers Tournament. Very cool. Now, part of that Travelers Tournament includes what they're doing out there at 17. You want to share with the world what it is, what it's called, how they can be a part of it. Yeah, we're Tito Stillhouse Lounge right on 17. So we're overlooking the 17th fairway. We have the green in sight. The second tee box is right there to our right. Uh, We have a view of the 15th green. So we're probably the best spot on the course right now and that's probably the signature hole would you not say it's one of yeah i would i would say it definitely is one of the signature holes here i i actually like that hole call it a corner where where you can see the t-box in 16 and they can see it all from from the still house for you got the t-box 16 you got 16 green you got the 17 t-box which is up at the end of their tent all the way down the 17th hole that wraps around the pond, and then you've got that great 17th green. You even can catch a little piece of players teeing off an 18th. It is spectacular. And I didn't even mention you can see the green at 15, which is a drivable par four. Can you imagine you can do all that while you're chilling out with your Tito's vodka? We may have to stop by later on today and put this put this to the test, my man. Yeah, yeah. Great seeing Thanks you. you. Thanks so much for the Thank time. It really, much. really was a pleasure. Thank you for what you're doing for the Travelers yeah. and what you guys are doing. I'm very pleased to be here. And again, we're happy to be a part of it. Yeah, and thanks for what you're doing for charity as well. All right, we'll be back with more from the Travelers Championship. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about the KPMG Women's PGA Championship. It is a major week once more in the world of golf. Stay with us. Relax. Easy now. Find your happy place. The PGA Tour Superstore. It's all in the hips. Where every swing is possible. Just tap it in. Yes! <laughs> Find all the latest gear, apparel, and personalized club fittings. Is this goodbye? We've only just begun. Shop with the pros at Golf's Happy Place, the PGA Tour Superstore. In Ireland, golf is more than just a game. Come and experience our world-famous Lynx courses and our world-famous Parkland courses, all set alongside world-famous scenery. And visit our world-famous historic sites. And while you're here, enjoy our world-famous hospitality. Fill your heart with Ireland at ireland.com forward slash golf. It screams... It tracks. It's soft. It reacts. 
It is the Bridgestone Tour B with a game-changing reactive cover designed to spring faster off your driver and stick longer to your wedges. Try Bridgestone's Tour Bs, the Tour Ball reinvented. The Gen 6 Iron is a culmination of everything that we have learned as a team, the absolute best golf club I've ever hit. It's something special. Say hello to the new PXG Gen 6 Iron. The longest, most accurate irons we've ever made. They go higher and farther than any iron that I have hit to date, and they're so easy to hit. Super excited for the consumer to try this. They're going to love them. PXG, nobody makes golf clubs the way we do, period. Baseball? Nah. Football? Done it. I think I'm going to go after the PGA Tour. Bo, you're going to need the right equipment company. I think I got that. You know Tour Edge backs all their clubs with a lifetime warranty. I know. They ship all their premium custom clubs in 48 hours. I know. All their premium clubs are hand-built in the USA. I know. You know Tour Edge has won 35 times out here. Guys, I know. Pound for pound, nothing comes close. This is the Wiz. It tracks your swing in real time. Got it. One, zero, one. Gives you feedback in real time. Instead of guessing, I get the direct feedback. The Wiz have really helped me to keep that consistent swing. You can go out there on your own and just hit balls and it'll fix your golf game. Transition on plane. The Wiz, sold exclusively at thewizgolf.com. Welcome back to the Travelers Championship, broadcasting to you live as players are getting ready to take it to the golf course here at TPC River Highlands. That is what is just below where we are sitting right now. And he's sitting atop the leaderboard is Keegan Bradley. He is at eight under par through 12 holes currently. Kevin Streelman is three shots behind, tied with Shane Lowry on this mark at five under par. Streelman is 13 holes into his round. Uh, Shane Lowry is nine holes into his round. And then we have a large group tied at four under par. Uh, that includes Kim, Kraft, Cantlay, Putnam, Ho uh, Hodges, all on that mark of four under par. Three under par starts with Straka and Thigala, both deepest into their respective rounds, both 12 holes in. So, Dom, why don't you talk to us about what's going on, if you'd be so kind, at the KPMG Women's uh, PGA Championship. And I'm curious what you have in terms of sound that we can feature there as well. Uh, yeah, there's plenty, uh, Matt. So the scoring is still rough going out at the KPMG. Marissa Steen is still two under and leading through 11 right now. And she is joined now by Leona McGuire coming off a victory in, in incredible form um, as she starts her career early here on the LPGA Tour. She's already got two wins under her belt. She's playing some great golf. And then there's a, just a lot of girls all tied at, at one under par. Still Lucy Lee's in that group. Inji Chun is in that group. Uh, and then we get into the players that are even par and a lot of players who are over par, including the Minji Lee and Lexi Thompson and Marina Alex over par, Gabby Ruffles two over, Allie Ewing two over. So scoring is rough going early out, uh, early on out there at Baltus Rawl. You can see the leaderboard up on your screen there. A lot of the ladies went through the, the, the press room yesterday. We're going to get get you the chance to hear from all of them. Brooke Henderson, Lydia Coe, Rose Zhang, Stacey Lewis. Um, the, the CEO of the PGA of America, Seth Waugh, also spoke, had some interesting things to say. But why don't we start with Brooke Henderson because she actually was, amongst other things, she was actually asked about this live situation and how it might impact the women on the, on the LPGA Tour and what she would feel about that. But let's first, first let's hear what she had to say about Baltus Roll. Uh, it's amazing. It's so cool that we have the opportunity to play here this week. The course is in immaculate shape. I've never seen a golf course in such great shape, I don't think. And, you know, the greens are running really firm and fast, but with the weather conditions over the next few days, that could change a little bit. But you're going to have to think your way around and play really smart out here. I love major championships. Uh, they're very challenging and... You have to play smart, and when the opportunity is there, then you can play a little bit aggressive, and I feel like that suits my game really well. And it's nice when my coach, my dad, is here this week, and Britt, my sister, who also caddies for me, is always with me, um, but it's nice to have the team together and where we can make uh, smart decisions together and try to come up with strategy and kind of try to make it fun, um, even though it's a really tough week, and it's definitely going to 
be tough, you know, mentally and physically, but you know, hopefully at the end of four rounds, we're in a solid position. Uh, yeah, for sure. You know, I feel like this is one of the most important stretches of the year right now. Um, starting this week, you know, we have four majors left, uh, Canadian Open for me, um, and not too far away. So this is definitely the time to, you know, start peaking and start to be on the up. Um, so hopefully that happens. Um, I feel like, yeah, starting off the year on such a high has been a little bit down the last uh, few months, but I feel like the game's right around the corner and just uh, staying patient to see the results. Uh, yeah, it's really cool finishing with back-to-back par fives. You don't see that very often, um, and I feel like, you know, come the weekend, it's going to make a huge difference, and there could be a lot of movement uh, around the leaderboard, so that's kind of exciting. Uh, 17 plays a lot different than 18. You know, 17 is three-shot hole, I would say, pretty much for everybody. Um, where 18, you know, you can get there in two and possibly have an eagle look. So, um, yeah, two different holes, but it's going to be a lot of fun, I think, um, when it counts. Just uh, do you have any thoughts on, with everything going on with the PGA and Liv, if that were to join uh, LPGA? Uh, you know, there's a lot of unknowns right now. I don't think we know a lot out here on tour, um, but I just hope that if anything further is to happen, that the LPGA would be part of the conversation. So Brooke Henderson's teeing off. She has not teed off yet. She tees off later on this afternoon at 1.39 p.m. Uh, the leaders are still a two-under there out at Balsa Rall, the KPMG Women's PGA Championship. Uh, Andrew, can you, why don't you put the coverage up on TV so we can show people where they can catch the coverage of the, of the Women's PGA Championship uh, later on this morning. Uh, just in about 10 minutes, things kick off on Golf Channel, 11 a.m. You can see there on your screen. And in the evening, you'll be able to watch even more coverage on Peacock. And then over the weekend, again, it's Peacock and NBC. So they're getting a tremendous amount of coverage this week on obviously an iconic golf course. So uh, it's well worth your time, and I, you know I'm looking forward to watching the coverage. Uh, it's a major championship; it doesn't get any more important or better than that. Uh, and Lydia Ko will tell you as much. She also spoke to the media. She also has yet to tee off. I believe she tees off at 2:01 p.m. Eastern time. So you'll be able to see her in that in that coverage window you see there on the screen. There, let's uh, have a listen to what Lydia Ko had to say to the media yesterday. Yeah, um, I actually came here and did like an advanced practice round after our Founders Cup. Um, the good thing about playing a lot in New Jersey this past couple months um, it's given us, I think, all the players opportunities if they wanted to come and look. And, uh, and the golf course were um, very generous enough to open up their golf course for us. And uh, yeah, you know, it's um, always different, I think, a little bit coming a month advanced to being the week of. Uh, and the course is more championship ready. It's firm, fast, long, rough, and all that. And the golf course is in really good shape. Um, I think Gil Hans redid the course a few years ago, and I got to see him yesterday, which was uh, really cool. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a very KPMG-esque, very major light golf course, and um, I'm excited for all the golf that's ahead the next few days. Yeah, um, I think it's uh, super exciting that, you know, KPMG has taken us to, you know, some great golf courses like Congressional last year and, and so many, and for the USGA to take us to Pebble Beach where the, I think, the Women's Open have never played been played there before, but it has held many other um USGA championships and other big events as well so it's I think for us as players it's very exciting to go and be part of the history that's left there um, it doesn't matter how well you do you know you, you talk to some of the players and they're like okay because the women's open is at Pebble Beach I want to make sure I'm there playing that week and I think Baltusrol is also another place where I always kind of heard about it um, you know and didn't think wasn't sure if I'd ever go play there competitively, um, but to be here at a championship golf course where you see all the past champions there um, in the clubhouse, you know, Lee Jensen stuff, um, it's just really cool. And uh, to hear some of the final shots coming in uh, into 18. So, yeah, I think hopefully a lot of people that maybe not necessarily know a lot about the LPGA, but they're familiar to the golf course and their locals know that, you know, every time there's a championship out in those kind of locations, come out and watch. Um, I think it'll be exciting. And I think it is different when you do come out here and watch. It is very impressive to see the level of play of these female golfers. Um, you know, I play alongside them almost every week. And uh, sometimes I feel like I've 
I should get a seat myself and like watch because there's just so much talent and there's so much power and I think you know you have some of the best not female athletes but athletes here and I think for people that aren't necessarily familiar hopefully they'll be able to come and watch it and then become fans and I and I don't think it takes much for them to become fans because I'm fans of so many players out on on tour yeah um I think every player is player goes down their own journey um you know I think that's the great thing about golf. We can play for a really long time, uh, as long as you want, as long as there's no injuries or other things involved. And, um, you know, it's. I think she's just got to keep being herself, uh, just be the Roseang she is. Um, you know, no, she can't be like somebody else because she's never going to be. And, um, you know, she's been doing so well. And I don't know if anyone can give her advice just because we've walked in similar uh, roads and pathways. Um, I think she's she's going to do awesome, and uh, I think it's it's exciting for golf and women's golf to have a player like her. And I'm sure a lot of kids and and players uh, are going to juniors are going to grow up and say, "Hey, I want to be like Rose. I want to go to Stanford. I want to come and be an LPGA Tour winner." So, yeah, I think it's it's exciting for for women's golf and. Um, yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited to see where Rishi goes, and yeah, I mean we're not that age difference wise, not that different. Um, I think people think I'm like 35 by now, but we're like not that different. Uh, and um, yeah, people have asked me like, what advice would I give her? And I'm like, I don't know she's playing better than me, so what advice would she give me? <laughs> Great to hear from Lydia Ko. As mentioned, she tees off a little bit later on this afternoon. Uh, update on the leaderboard there. NG Chun is now your leader. She is two under par, and uh, Leona McGuire's dropped a shot, and, and some of the other players have dropped a shot. So it's still tough scoring out there. Rose Zhang, who has really become somewhat of a prodigy here, winning in her pro debut on the LPGA Tour for the first time uh, a woman has done that since 1951. She is on the golf course. She is one over par through seven holes, and she also spoke to the media and had this to say. It's been pretty hectic. Um, Once I went back on campus, I had to get ready for finals. Um, I studied at night with my friends, and we were all in the struggle bus together. But um, once we had that over with, uh, I moved out on the 13th. And um, basically the 14th, I drove back down with my parents um, to go back home to Irvine for a little bit. Uh, Spent three days with family with a couple friends and um it was just a very wholesome time for me um but yeah it's been it's been a whirlwind for sure with everything happening but I've been enjoying every moment (laughs) it's been it's been quite a lot (laughs) to be fair um I definitely did not expect a lot of frenzy to occur over um you know my last win um, I expected people to know. I expected people to be, you know, just super happy about it. But I never thought that media would also be, like, all over it as well. So um, it was definitely a lot more than I expected. But um, I've been doing quite a few press interviews, press conferences, if you might add. <laughs> no, I don't think it's any different. And I feel like, if anything, I've played major championships before as amateur. Um, and with that amateur status, I kept in mind of, hey, I'm just going to go out here, have a learning experience. And it's been turning out well for me. Um, I've played well um, in the major championships that I've competed in. Um, but if anything, this week isn't necessarily anything different. If um, I would compare this week to other weeks, um, you know, whether it's in college golf or even last week at Mizuho, um, the golf course is much more difficult. Um, you know, the way that the course is laid out is uh, a lot more of a tester for all the players out here this week. So um, with that in mind, uh, it's just the venue's going to be a lot more hard for us to play. We're going to have to grind through every single shot. And it takes a lot more precision, a lot more grind within us to be able to execute what we need to when we're out here performing and playing. So um, that's all I'm thinking about.
Uh, that was Rose Zhang, and she is on the golf course right now. Uh, last update, she was just one over par for Rose Zhang. Hey, shout out to Derek and his son Lucas, who are fans of the Fairways of Life show, and they're up from, he's from originally from the Danbury area. So we have some common ties there back here at the Travelers Championship. And the ties run deep, I can tell you, at this event. There are so many people loading in where they have us set up. In front of us, we can see everyone coming into the tournament because it's the way that they have you enter. You can go to your left and you go to the 10th tee, or if you continue on the path that you're going, it will take you right into the heart of the golf course and all of the front nine as well. The ninth hole is just on the other side of a big uh, tent that's over here with food for people coming in. They have everything you could possibly want here. Log on to TravelersChampionship.com. You get more information. Hey, Dom, I know you, you'd have to scroll back probably quite a ways uh, with the messages coming in from the fans while we're live in the air here. And, folks, please don't forget, you can subscribe to the Fairways of Life show. This daily show, of course, is streaming live on YouTube. Just go to our YouTube channel, Fairways of Life YouTube channel, and hit subscribe. But our national television broadcast up airs on affiliates around the country here in this part of the country where in New England Sports Network, Nesson, as they call it, or MSG, which is Madison Square Garden Network, if you're in the tri-state area of New York. Uh, and you can catch our national television broadcast, which we will feature from this travel championship as well. Abdom, and I'm curious if you got any messages from the fans when we had the gent on that was talking about vodka and if they found that interesting, because I found it fascinating as a guy that doesn't know anything about vodka. I, I thought it was a pretty interesting guest to have on, somebody that's helping the travelers and doing a lot for charity here. Yeah, I can't. I mean, I can try my best, Matt, but there are so many folks commenting this morning. Um, and there's a lot of emotion running high right now on the message board of this live program. I cannot immediately find anything about the the, the vodka stuff, but... The reality is, you know, my question of the day, would you attend the players meeting and this um, live merger PIF entity thing? There's a lot of heavy discussion happening right now with folks going back and forth. There's a lot of people that support live who are watching us right now who are, for lack of a better term, sort of defending that. And then there's people on the other side talking about how this could be great for golf and the PGA Tour is also a great product and all this stuff. There's people complaining about commercials. There are people uh, commenting here because we're talking about the KPMG Women's PGA Championship. Ladies golf, I find it really entertaining. I'd rather watch the women's tour. You know, it's tough to watch the DP World Tour sometimes. Why don't they just put the LPGA on? So there's a lot of stuff coming through from you guys, and we love it, by the way, uh, on all various subjects and subject matter, Matt. The golf landscape right now, for lack of a better term, is extremely complicated. <laughs> Uh, it is that. It's also it's also uh, full of turmoil at this point, uh, namely because we don't have answers to so much that is swirling around the game of golf. Uh, and I'm not talking only about the 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 questions of a more esoteric uh, perspective, such as the moral questions that surround all of this. That that aptly was asked by Tom Watson in his open letter. I thought it was interesting that uh, Adam Scott was talking about the meeting and saying that emotions are starting to settle down. Bottom line is, we don't know. None of us know what all of this means. And the fact that Jay Monahan had what they called a medical situation, we don't have any more information on that, too, just adds to the, the, the question marks and the intrigue that surrounds all of this. Certainly, we're going to have the time to hopefully flesh it all out with all of you as the days and weeks and months continue to march forward. Thank you so much for your company this week here from the Travelers Championship. It has been so much fun. You know what this tournament means to us. There's, there's two tournaments a year that are very much personal uh, to me and to this show, and that is this Travelers Championship and the RSM Classic. And this one, is for to be a, a designated event this year, to have the field that it has this year, which is stout. I'll give you an update in the leaderboard before we say goodbye here this morning. Keep Matt's audio drops right as he's saying goodbye, folks. I'll give you guys a leaderboard update. Keegan Bradley is still torching the golf course. That's the update. He is eight under par through 13 holes. Uh, they are going low today at the Travelers. And if it does start to rain even a little bit, um, in addition to the already soft conditions, it may even get softer, which could make the scoring even lower. Kevin Strillman is six under through 14. Shane Lowry is five under through 11. 
uh, Kelly Craft, S.H. Kim, Patrick Cantlay, Sepp Straka, Xander Shoffley, Lee Hodges, all 400 par. Uh, Cantlay and Shoffley, by the way, right now with Keegan Bradley, they are on PGA Tour Live. You can watch that coverage live right now of ESPN Plus if you're looking to watch them and follow the, follow the coverage of the, the feature groups there. And then on the LPGA Tour, that is getting kicked off. That coverage is starting right now, folks, uh, on Golf Channel at 11 a.m. Eastern time. You can go over there and watch the, the women tear it up on Baltusrol. I'm just going to say uh, goodbye on behalf of Matt because he's just having some connection issues there at Travis Championship. But to echo his sentiments, the, these events are extremely important to us. The Travis Championship in Connecticut is the very first PGA Tour event I ever went to in my life, and it's also the first event that either of my children, both of my children, attended. And it means a great, great deal to us and what they do for all of New England. And it is always an honor and it is always a pleasure for us to, for them to allow us to bring this coverage to you every year and for us to be on property. It, it means a, a great deal. And it means a great deal to us that you guys watch us every day right here on YouTube. You can subscribe. Uh, it's completely free. Uh, we appreciate everyone involved in this programming. John, putting together a lot of that sound that you're catching. There's that umbrella. Love that umbrella. Uh, watch the Travelers Championship. Watch the KPMG Women's PGA Championship. And we will be with you on Monday to recap all of it.